Hello and welcome to Soul Self, where we talk all things energy, consciousness, trauma healing, mindset manifesting, and more. Prepare to turn your pain into medicine and inspiration so you can be in alignment, living your purpose, having juicy relationships, and lush abundance. To stay up to date, join my newsletter at bloomshakti.com and make sure to browse some of my other offerings. Welcome back to the Limitless series. So I was going to do an entire episode on manifesting love. However, things can get pretty messy with that. And I was like, you know what? Unless until someone's worked with me and if they're just listening to my podcast, then they need to just get like the good information on every other aspect, not about love, because things can get really tricky and People are fucking devoted to love. Like, we all fucking want love. And I don't want someone to come at me and be like, yo, I manifested this specific person. I was able to do what you said. And XYZ is happening. Because there's a caveat to, you know, there's a whole other thing that happens when you manifest a specific person. And I know this from a celebrity that I dated. And I also have a client that was able... She was actually in Quantum Leap 2023. But she's also in Dating for Love Not Lost. And... She got to go on her date with a fucking Power Ranger. And yeah, so I'm going to leave that there. But really, when it comes to, you know, manifesting the love of your life, it's about raising your standards more than anything. And that's because I really do believe that love is easy, right? Like the world is overflowing with wonderful people who think you are the best fucking thing since sliced bread. All right. You can find love anywhere. It's not hard to come by. There are not a limited number of soulmates in the world. They're fucking everywhere. So I would really like for us to all become really choosy about everything in our lives. At this point, if you've been listening to every single Limitless series, be fucking choosy about everything in your life. And if you haven't already bought the associated toppings, then please do so. It's very low cost considering how much transformation you're going to get. Like if you're new to my world and my work and you're just like not ready to go into a one-on-one because you don't know what the fuck energy healing is um, or you're just like, oh, I don't have the time and I don't have, you know, the discipline to sit and do a course. That's kind of like a personal issue, but definitely get the fucking tapping series because it's short, quick, fucking powerful. And if I were to say that there's anything in the personal development industry that's like quick and easy, but you got to be consistent. Consistency is always key. It's tapping. Okay. But anyways, you know, I really believe that it's important for us to be choosy about where we live, what we do for a living, how we spend our time, what we eat. By the way, I'm now vegan and well vegan again and I have like waves in my life where I'll be vegan then I'll be vegetarian then I'll be pescatarian and then I'm like no I want to eat meat and I'm good but I digress how we dress right I mean think about it wouldn't it be fucking wonderful to raise our standards in every aspect of our lives right and the truth is that our standards really do fucking go hand in hand with whether we can hold on to things that we have manifested. Listen to what I just said. Our standards go hand in hand 
on whether we can hold the things that we've manifested. Getting the things that you want is fucking easy. Can you keep it? Right? As humans, we have a nasty little habit called self-sabotage. And a you know, it's a habit of just fucking going backwards once we've gotten what we think we want. And it all comes down to beliefs because what we believe is appropriate and what we're worthy of is what will conspire, transpire. I don't know, whichever word is the correct way to say whatever I'm saying right now. But I want you to imagine for a second that after a couple of months of like, you know, practicing, feeling good, you're like approached by some random person in a restaurant and this person's super attractive, they're charismatic, kind, intelligent, successful, what have you, right? And they strike up a conversation with you, ask you on a date, and next thing, you two are seeing each other all the time, right? It's everything you've dreamed of, you're super excited, but soon you find yourself getting insecure, saying things that you know will drive a wedge between you two, flirting with someone else, and boom, it falls apart. Here's another scenario. Imagine that you had a fucking incredible financial year. Your bank account's bulging. You've never seen so much money. You're delighted. You feel good. You start spending. You buy yourself a hot new car, a bunch of rare art. You hire an interior decorator. Um, maybe you have a fucking live-in chef. You book three fucking trips. You join like caviar of the month club. I don't know. Whatever, right? But before long, your bank account is no longer bulging, right? In fact, you have to watch your ass. And like I've told you over and over, manifesting is easy. People do it all the time without even knowing that that's what they're doing, right? But holding on to the things that we manifested, that's a different story. Why? Why does this happen, right? Why after finally obtaining something that we wanted so badly, does shit just go south. Today's episode, I'm going to talk to you about how we can prevent self-sabotage once we get what the fuck we want. And this relates to love and relationships just as much as anything else. A great career, a great body, whatever, right? There is nothing in life that is one and done. You mark off something on your to-do list and you know, it doesn't mean that you get to just fucking ignore it. Anything that you want that is worthwhile or valuable to you will be something that you will need to continue working at, putting energy towards, constantly improving. If your relationship isn't getting better, it's getting worse. If your business isn't getting better, it's getting worse. If your fitness isn't getting better, it's getting worse. We don't do what we're capable of. We simply live our beliefs. Our behavior is influenced by our beliefs, our standards, our stories. And this is where everything loops back around. This is where it ties back to radical self-love, which is really the practice of raising our opinion of ourselves. This is where we have to work on our worthiness, on the belief that we deserve good things. And that's where we have to get clear about what we will and we will not tolerate or accept from ourselves and from other people. So all of our progress actually comes from breaking habits that don't serve us. But let me take you back a little more, okay? Why do we self-sabotage to begin with? 
I'm sure you know someone, maybe even you, who has had this experience, right? Things are going well and you fuck it up. Maybe you don't follow up on an important meeting. Maybe you say, oh, it'll never work anyway. Maybe you procrastinate. Maybe you start saying that, you know, saying things that you know the other person isn't going to like. I don't know. There's a ton of reasons, right? But one of the reasons that we self-sabotage is that our standards won't allow us to experience more or less than we think we deserve. So if you're comfortable with $10,000 in your bank account and you somehow end up getting $19,000, you're going to spend that quote extra $9,000 to get back to where you feel safe again. But if you only have $8,000, you will do whatever it takes to get to that extra $2,000. We all operate like this when it comes to money. And you may have not even noticed, but I want you to ask yourself, like, where does your bank balance usually sit? Because this tells you what your money standards are. It's wild. Because for so many people who are comfortable at 10000 there's also as many comfortable with 100000 or a million. It all comes back to our standards. It's all tied to our beliefs. And you might have noticed this in your love life too, okay? If your standards are low, then going out with someone who wants to spoil you and lavish you with gifts may actually feel uncomfortable and a little weird, right? On the surface, it looks great. Maybe you're fucking excited, but you don't really think you deserve it. Your subconscious mind will throw a fucking fit and then you will self-sabotage. All to say that your standards are your beliefs. Simply put in action. So if you believe I am lazy, guess what? Your standards are where you put that into practice. Your standards are where the rubber meets the road. And where does all this come from? Does it just come out of thin air? Do we decide them in childhood? Both. Okay? It's both. So... Our beliefs and our values are either role modeled or something that we've chosen to rebel against. So we either adopt it, right? Adopt the beliefs and values with the people who raised us or we do the opposite. People who've come from a very like difficult beginning and transform themselves into super overachievers are often rebelling against what they saw and were told at a young age. And then I'm sure you've heard people who come from wealth and successful families who throw it away. Again, those people are rebelling against what they experienced in their formative years. So we have these beliefs which control our lives, most of which we have been fucking dragging since childhood, which is why inner child work, shadow work is essential. And if you believe that, you know, men can't be trusted, that you can never have a lot of money, that you asking for what you want will only result in rejection, then I hate to break it to you, but your world is going to be really small, full of pain and confusing as shit. Okay. 
These beliefs are going to dictate your behavior. Now, the problem with our beliefs is that we often forget to trace things back and really look at them. We, you know, we find ourselves acting in a way that's not congruent with what we want. And we think, why am I doing this? I don't want this. Have you had this happen to you? It's because you're acting on your subconscious beliefs. So for most people, right? Most people, these beliefs are essentially a roadmap for their life that remains unexamined. And the other thing that controls us is our very human desire to move towards pleasure and away from pain. We want everything that feels good and nothing that feels bad. But let's get clear on the shit that feels bad, okay? Anything that feels bad does so because it brings up pain. All pain is fear. Fear of failure, fear of success, rejection, the unknown, what people think, the list fucking goes on. And these fears run our lives. The problem comes when something that we want will require us to experience a little bit of pain to get it. Okay? It's called, what's that song? Struggle, Sacrifice. I don't remember. I would like see the music video in my mind, but I don't think I even said the, saying it in the right tone, pitch, whatever. But everything that you can think of, okay? A person, a subject, an idea, it all has its own neuro associations. And this is basically an emotional link to a subject. So let's take the subject of working out, okay? With neuro associations, we have both pain and pleasure. So there is actually a client that I had who found working out to be very tiring and hard and she just had absolutely no interest to work out at all. And we did a little practice on linking the power of her pain and her pleasure. Okay. And we did tapping as well. We also cleared shit from a past lifetime that came up, but there were just a lot of pain links. Right. But when we cleared all of that out and she was very consistent she's like, I know I need to work out, you know, X, Y, Z runs in my family. I know I need to do this. I don't know why I can't get myself to do it. Like she was very determined and it was interesting because it was actually linked to like her weight gain was linked to the time that her dad had passed away and he had passed away when she was around eight or nine years old. So pain link for sure. And she was very diligent. She was very consistent and I'm so proud of her after four months. Well, after one month, she was able to like work out every fucking day And then after four months, she was just, it was a lifestyle. It was part of, you know, what it is. And I haven't seen her in a while, but I think she lost like 20 pounds the last time that I had seen her, but she was very consistent. So that is the key. There's a lot of people who are like, they come to me because they need like a temporary solution or Oh my God, what's going on with my dating life and this and that. And it's like, first off, you got to work on yourself. This isn't just like a thing that you clear yourself. So you get the job and the money and then you backslide and you're back to square one because, and it has nothing to do with me. It has to do with you not showing up 
for you, okay? And I could tell you a lot of stuff, but if you don't shift your energy or you go back to your old ways, ain't shit gonna happen. But anyways, she basically rewired her neuro associations and changed her beliefs about who she was as a person. And she doesn't procrastinate. She doesn't, you know, she doesn't make excuses. She like goes to the gym and yeah, you know, like she sees improvement and I think that we all fucking love to feel good. So there may be some areas or subjects in our life that, you know, seem almost impossible to feel good about, but that's only because your neuro associations are negative. And that's why when we do tapping, we say negative things first, then we clear it out with the positive. So when it comes to a situation like that, like working out, right, it is imperative that we rewire so that we can actually start to feel good about things that used to make us feel bad. And there are many ways to rewire tapping, hypnosis, neuro-linguistic programming, like the list goes on. And I do NLP, so... When, if you've had a session with me, like when we're talking on Zoom or in person for your sessions, I'm doing NLP during that time. And with hypnosis, it is really, you have to find a person that you click with and get along with. And don't think that one session is going to do it all. Like you have to be consistent. You have to be very, very consistent. And you can work on so many different subjects. The same way with like energy healing, right? You can work on abundance, letting go of your emotional guard, like healing past relationships. And with my work, like I have reprogramming tracks that are with hypnosis. And it's just like getting into your subconscious mind through a back door or something. But it's very like, it's very relaxing. And it's very effective too. I'm also recording this episode while I'm sitting in the car because it's my dad's birthday and I brought him to get a massage. So I was like, what am I going to do sitting in the car for like 90 minutes? And I was like, I need to make some podcast. But yeah, just to set the scene for you. Um, What was I going to say? But yeah, you know, I really encourage you to try the techniques I mentioned and you can always get the Limitless Tapping Series and it'll kind of build that foundation for you. Like if you're new or you've done um, tapping, either way, new, intermediate, beginner, whatever, it'll still be helpful and open up a door of like going deeper and deeper into your subconscious. But I really do believe that you should just use the technique that works best for you. Maybe it's not tapping. But what I will say is that this technique is something that you can use at the drop of a hat. You know, we don't always love doing the work of rewiring ourselves. Sometimes barriers get in between you and the solution. And as long as every single time you think about a subject, you feel pain, it will be impossible for you to feel good remember that like if you want to manifest a beautiful relationship but every time you think about commitment you're fucking flooded with pain and fear and rejection and the divorce and whatever you will literally keep what you want at an arm's length okay 
And this is why it is essential that we change our conditioned responses to the subjects that we have tension or resistance around. If you've been digging into, you know, the tappings for the series, then you have been working through your resistance this whole time. And there's several of you who got the tappings and are like, oh my God, it's so cool. Like, it's so new. It actually works. And you're having these physiological responses and you're like, yeah, that's how I know it works. But also you're just setting the tone and you're having like better fucking days. Kudos to you, by the way. Kudos to you. I'm so fucking proud of you. But you're really just fucking dismantling old beliefs and stories and replacing them with new ones that actually light you up, which is incredible. So now you know, you know, beyond a shadow of a doubt, that your neuro association can be broken easily and effortlessly with ease and grace. And, you know, when we are able to think of a previous topic that didn't feel good, but we feel good about it now, that's how we know the whole fucking game has changed. And, okay, riddle me this. Do you know how easy it is to focus on feeling good when you have no conflict in your mind? It's a walk in the park. That's what it is. And I used to find it so difficult to think new thoughts and focus on feeling good because practically every subject that popped up into my mind was like, there was a negative link. It reminded me of pain or how far I still had to go and why I'm not there yet and whatever, right? But with tapping, we change our neuro associations. So like, what would it feel like to think about say your relationship with your father and have no emotional drag, no conflict, no tension. Like just imagine how that would improve the time that you spent together. Right. And I love the fact that we can heal ourselves by using our own bodies. Like with tapping, we can literally rewire ourselves. So any fucking subject is conflict free. How much peace and freedom would you have if there was no resentment or heaviness around anything? How much peace and freedom can you handle? And that's why it's called emotional freedom technique. When you are emotionally free, anything is possible. Everything is possible. So imagine... If you wanted to start a business, but you were terrified that it's not going to work and every single morning you wake up filled with dread, but you want to be successful yet. There's so much pain emanating or not pain, but fear, right? Do you think you're going to get the results you want? No, no. The quality of the results in our life are due to our actions and it's our beliefs that beliefs that drive our action our actions they are always the cause of our behavior so with this theoretical you know example like starting a business do you think you'd be more successful if you took a little more risk you were bold and decisive 
probably, right? You're fucking betting on yourself. Telling the universe you're not settling for anything less. When you remove the fear, you're removing those near associations that tell you of like the pain, the trouble, the not feeling good enough. And you could be really fucking successful. Right? Really, really fucking successful. When you have no resistance, you can dream big. You can take big risks. You can ask for help. You can expand your life beyond what you ever thought was possible. The real magic in our lives isn't transforming about how we feel about things. How we see things. Magic is a shift in perception. Magic is a shift in perception. My courses, Magic Money Manifestation Level 1 and 2, it really is fucking magic. Because I'm having you see things from a whole new fucking lens. Planting those seeds. Rewiring your brain. And I know my shit. Like, you're listening to my voice right now because you know I know my shit. And you know what action you should be taking, but you ain't taking it. And this is your sign to fucking do the damn thing. To book the session, to get the course, whatever it is. Because it's your up level. And the money that you're spending, that shit's going to come back to you like a threefold, bro. You got to have that sass and confidence and demeanor of like, yeah, of course. Right? Those kind of shifts in our life really empower and embolden us to do things differently. And we can change our whole, like, the entire direction of our lives. There's some people that are in relationships that they're not fucking happy in. And while I'm, like, all for working through a relationship and not just throwing in the towel... You know when it's time to go. When he's an addict and he's not changing, not even for his own fucking kids. Right? Come on, girl. You know better. You know better. But anyways, I encourage you to take a close look at all the areas of your life where you're not experiencing the results you'd really like to see. And ask yourself, When I think about X, what comes up for me? And get quiet and listen. Do some free associating on a piece of paper and get curious about what arises. If you notice that you have a bunch of negative neuro associations to the things that are important to you, then get serious. Tap it out. Tap it out. Get the Limitless Tapping Series on my website, bloomshuckley.com healing library scroll down and you'll see limitless tapping and know that whatever money you spend spend it happily don't spend money don't buy my stuff don't book sessions with me if it doesn't excite you because i want you to be excited or i want you to be so fucking afraid that you like recycle that energy into excitement okay but anyways that's the end of this episode and i will talk to you all next week Hope this was insightful and you're feeling empowered. I would appreciate if you could do an Apple podcast review. It takes less than 15 seconds. 
forward and share this with anyone you feel would benefit. Tag me on Instagram and I will talk to you soon.